Welcome to NBA Talk with Isaac Wolf. I'm your host, Isaac Wolf. Let's start off by talking about Team USA, shall we? Because they opened up their FIBA World Cup play today. They beat the Czech Republic 88-67. The game was played early this morning because, remember, time difference. They're playing in China. But Donovan Mitchell led the team with 16 points. Harrison Barnes added 14 points, while Kemba Walker finished with 13 and 4 assists. The Americans, as we have said many, many times before in these kinds of environments, they were just too talented and too deep for the Czechs to handle, and they used that to their advantage. Chicago Bulls guard Thomas Sadoransky was a part of the Czech Republic team, and he had a game-high 17 points in the loss. But it was just an all-around dominant performance from the Americans. And while the Czech Republic obviously isn't on Team USA's level, it was a confidence-building win for a team that was, well, shocked after a loss to Australia in an exhibition game. It should build some positive momentum for them going forward. Team USA's next game is against Turkey on Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. What do we call that? Turkey Tuesday for Team USA? As if the injury wasn't enough, more bad news about DeMarcus Cousins came out. An arrest warrant was issued for Cousins on a misdemeanor domestic violence charge. More specifically, third-degree harassing communications. Cousins allegedly threatened his ex-girlfriend over a phone call after she would not let their son attend DeMarcus's wedding. Cousins said, quote, I'm gonna make sure I put a bullet in your head. His ex-girlfriend filed a restraining order against Cousins, who said she choked her, who, who she said choked her on occasion and threatened to kill her. Fresh off ACL surgery, Cousins cannot fly. Literally, he's not allowed to. Fly to Alabama to turn himself in on his arrest warrant. It is recommended by doctors that you not fly for weeks and sometimes even months for risks of clotting after ACL surgery. We don't know when Cousins had his surgery, but it must have been recent enough to prevent him from flying. But look, DeMarcus, eh, he's always been a hothead. He's, he's a hothead at times, on and off the court. He loses his temper on the court many times, almost always resulting in multiple fights and ejections. Let's look at Cousins' track record. He was pulled off the team plane after an altercation with teammate Dante Green during his time in Sacramento. He was suspended two games after confronting Spurs TV analyst and former player Sean Elliott in a, quote, hostile manner. He punched OJ Mayo in the groin, resulting in a one-game suspension. He was suspended indefinitely by the Kings for, quote, unprofessional behavior and conduct detrimental to the team. He yelled profanities toward coach Keith Smart and was told to stay in the locker room for the second half of that game. As a result, the suspension, however, was lifted after one game. He punched Patrick Beverly in the stomach and was fined $20,000 for verbal abuse toward an official after failing to leave the court in a timely manner while after he was after he was ejected later in that game, that same game. He punched Patrick Beverly in the stomach, verbally abused the official, and would not leave the court in a timely manner. All in one game. He elbowed Al Horford in the head, had multiple instances with head coach George Carl, including profane tirades and yelling at him during a timeout. Yes, there is plenty more. That is all, by the way, that is all his time in Sacramento. That is nothing like with all the other texts that he's received in New Orleans and Golden State. There's plenty more to that, but 
it's all just so negative and bad. I don't feel like going on about it. So, this really isn't anything new. We've seen and unfortunately come to expect this kind of stuff from DeMarcus Cousins. But I guess through all of this, there is one positive, at least for him. He didn't end up getting married to longtime girlfriend Morgan Lang. It is unclear if his son attended the wedding, but congratulations to them. Hopefully DeMarcus is happy for now. LeBron James. We're going to talk about him because he filed the trademark Taco Tuesday. Of course, if you have not seen his Taco Tuesday videos, you are missing out. Almost weekly, there was one week he forgot to post it, but starting about a month, two months ago, two months ago about, he weekly posted videos of him being weird on Taco Tuesday and just screaming it. They are hilarious, weird, and ridiculous. But they are worth your time. In fact, why don't we just listen to some snippets of them right now? Okay, so here is the original. It's Taco Tuesday! The following week, he followed it up with this. Yes, that noise you just heard just came out of LeBron James' mouth. A few weeks later, he came out with this. I don't really know, you know what's going on with me and my energy today, but... Psych! Y'all know what today is! Today is Taco Tuesday! In that video, he showed off his own shirt. That says Taco Tuesday with two U's and his face for the A in Taco. I would like to buy one of those shirts. I don't know how I'm going to get one, though. But they are pretty awesome. Go look them up. And then just last week, after skipping a week and not posting a video, he came back with this. No, no, I forgot about y'all last week. Never! Because it's Taco Yes, once again, that noise was LeBron James. Point is, those videos are really entertaining. So according to Josh Gerben of Gerben Law Firm, the filing was made by James's LBJ Trademarks LLC, and he may be using Taco Tuesday for a number of different things, including podcasting. Hey, look at that. Talking about podcasts on a podcast. Taco Tuesday is certainly a very popular thing in America. Tacos are a well-known and much-loved food. However, LeBron isn't guaranteed to get the trademark. He has some competition, sort of. In 2016, Alex Mayasi of Priceonomics said that the taco restaurant chain Taco John's trademark Taco Tuesday back in 1989. But he also said Taco Tuesday had become such a big part of the public domain that Taco John's had perhaps... Lost its grip on the term, which could be good for LeBron, less competition, but it also could be bad he may not get to keep it. Either way, we will still have weekly Taco Tuesday videos from LeBron James, which is all we need, right? Alright, moving on to Ray Allen, because he says he never felt safe on an NBA roster. Never felt safe on an NBA roster. Allen told Ben Rohrbach of Yahoo Sports that he didn't experience a, quote, I'm here to stay feeling. 
Ray Allen played 18 years in the league for four different teams, the Bucks, the Supersonics, the Celtics, and the Heat. And as one of the greatest shooters in NBA history, arguably the best, this really surprised me. There's always a spot on any roster for guys that can shoot the ball, especially at the clip Ray did, really throughout his entire career. Allen said, quote, I never had that moment because I always felt like I was barely treading water. That's what made me keep working how I needed to work. Even in his rookie season, as a rookie, fifth pick out of Connecticut, Ray Allen played all 82 games for the Bucks, playing around 30 minutes a game. So the treading water part that he's talking about isn't really the situation. He was well off in the NBA. It was probably more mental. Maybe his mindset. But that surprised me. What Hall of Famer says he's never felt safe? Never! On an NBA roster. Wilson Chandler was just suspended 25 games by the NBA for testing positive for PED use. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reporting on Wednesday. And here's what Chandler had to say about the situation. He said, quote, During my injury rehab process before I signed with the Nets, I was prescribed a treatment that included small doses of a substance recently added to the NBA's prohibited substance list. I did not realize this substance was banned, and neither did the doctor. I accept my responsibility and apologize to my Nets teammates, coaches, front office, and fans for this mistake. I will continue to work hard to prepare for the upcoming season. The substance was banned before the 2016-17 season. To wrap up today, this day in NBA history, something... Sort of significant happened. In 1963, Walter Kennedy became the NBA's new commissioner, succeeding Maurice Podoloff. Happy birthday to Josh Okogie, Miles Plumley, the microwave, NBA champion with the Detroit Pistons, Vinnie Johnson. And we will be back next Saturday with another podcast.